Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. Okay, welcome everybody to Pottercast number 195. What? What? This is crazy. What's going on? We've been here forever and we're never going away. Once again, I'm Melissa and I'm here with John, Sue, and Frack. Hey. Susan Boyle sometimes. And that's just one side of me. (laughs) So addicted to that. Oh my goodness. Oh, and I'm getting quicker and quicker. You guys are in trouble. Mm -hmm. Wait till I get more clips. I'm getting quicker and quicker. I'm getting quicker. You sound like, you sound scary. like that one uh, panther from the Hanna Barbera. Really? I'm getting quicker. Well, who was that guy that said that, Frankie? Well, well, even. Okay. This week's podcast has the return of what, John? Oh, this is a big return of. Uh, quick fired cannon can conundrums, yes? No! Oh, it's not a return. It was on last week. What's the return? <laughs> Leaky con? No. <laughs> Am I right in thinking that there's certain segments coming back this week? Oh, sh- I didn't think it was. If we, d- if we are, then we don't need to do a quick fire. Well, we're going to have to check, but we think, we think that Bit by Bit will be Yay! coming back this week. And if not this week, we'll explain why it's been gone for a while. Bit by Bit. Um, bit by bit has been missing because Melissa has been missing her file for about a month and a half. And we finally <laughs> tracked it down. So uh, I guess it's probably time to air it. So it's exciting, huh? Can I, I throw down a gauntlet for everybody? The paperback comes out on July 7th. Do you think we could get it done by July? July? The, the Deathly yeah. Hallows paperback has finally come that's out. One le- that's one yeah. more deadline than I'd really care for right now. <laughs> well, okay. But we're going to be touring. What if oh, we did a chapter each show? Oh, that's a good idea. What, what if we did what? A chapter at each show while we're touring. We could finish it by July. I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's possible. good. That gives us that's that I like that. Yeah. But when we're touring we do these twenty minute sets in between the in between the Wizard Rock guys. Can we can we do it bit by bit? Hmm. I, I don't think know. that's going to be wise because we're doing a lot of shows, so we might run out of a little bit of things to say sometimes. So bit by bit, having something structured to run on, yes. I just, I'm thinking about a live show and how loud it usually is, and I'm wondering how we do it bit by bit I'm on a live loud. show. I know, <laughs> I know you're loud. I don't wow. know. I think we could pull it off if we, if we wanted to. And if well, not, I shot. will kill everybody. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> that was supposed to be funny, but it came off creepy. When people, when I say frack's violent, nobody mm. believes me. I hope you're all <laughs> listening. What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, you know all who, right. you know who so else is, uh, is pretty, uh, very talented and book canon. Susan Boyle? <laughs> yeah. And that's just one side of me. Okay. <laughs> I want to count how many times John tries to set up that clip. <laughs> how many different ways during the show John attempts to set it up. Is this two or three? What are we at already? Two I think we're at three. I don't three. <laughs> I don't remember. S- so sad. Oh, just pathetic. Come now. I mean, she's very talented. <sighs> okay. All right, the bit by bit in this show, we're going to do a... What else are we doing, John? Oh, if we have a bit by bit, then we should also talk about um, answering your questions about LeakyCon and uh, any announcements we're ready to make. Let's do it. So with that, with that let's, do, let's get to the news. Let's get to that news because that's important. We do. Um, I like that. I want to have like a little video I can I can little I can play where it's like Sue's news like a jingle, and I can uh-huh. hit the button. It's gonna be like <clears throat> Sue's news, Sue's news. Like a picture of Sue bouncing around the screen with news. Just call, like it's just call like. Susan. Can I get like What's a it? video camera at LeakyCon and get a bunch of newspapers and put them on the bed and like videotape you rolling around <laughs> in them, and we can put like Sue's news. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm no, so in love like, with the news. Like, like Mama Mia on top of the roof. 
Just one story. That would be so amazing. Oh, oh. One more story. Susie's newsies. Susie's news. How can I report you? Susie's newsies. Okay. Yeah, this is kind of in the creepy territory, so let's move on. Oh, we totally have to do that, though. Oh, God. Let's, no, let's move I on. Can't. Okay, um, we do have news. Um, things are starting to heat up in terms of Hapla Prince. We're, we found out that the soundtrack will be released on July seventh, which Ooh. eerily spookily is the same day that Scholastic is finally going to release the paperback of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Coincidence? Coincidence? Do you think, Frankie? Mm. No. No. <laughs> no. Um, and so I think that's really good. We haven't heard any previews except for when you go on. Um, to the uh, Hapla Prince website of the score that Nicholas Hooper um, has composed for this film, but you can hear a little bit what he've done, what he's done with the um, Hedwig's theme melody. So I don't know. I'm hopeful that'll be a good uh, CD. But um, what has he done with uh, the Hedwig's theme melody? Uh, has it been in anything yet? The trailer. Oh. Yeah, but most of the stuff that's well, we should clarify that most of the stuff that is used in the in the um, trailers that are so magnificent are are actually not done by Mr. Hooper. Um, they're done by a oh. lot of like there's a X-ray Dog and a lot of uh, companies that make uh, music specifically for trailers and and um, I don't so I don't believe any any of his scores actually been used in the trailers, which oh, aside I'm from not. the Hedwig's oh, yeah. theme, but um, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, I mean, they, they, they what they do, though, sometimes they'll work with the, um, like, one of the groups had worked with uh, John Williams before, on, on one of the earlier soundtracks had, had done stuff with him, so, but I don't believe this time around they've worked with Mr. Hooper, but I don't know. Are the people who are working with Mr. Hooper hanging with Mr. Hooper? <laughs> did oh. you just say that? Oh. <laughs> so bad. He thought about that long and hard, so he I thought did. really was, hard about how to get I was trying to crap it there. into the most funniest joke. It didn't work. Oh, it didn't poor work. baby. Okay. Oh. All right, Sue, so what's next? Um, well, I just, I just wanted to say that they are coming to continue to plug um, Happily Prince. We're going to see a lot more. And evil, even Regal Cinemas sent out a big press release and just blanketed it everywhere that you can even buy gift cards to go see your movie with a picture, the Happily Prince uh, Harry Potter poster on it. Ooh. So nice. You're soon to be blanketing the world everywhere, Happily sure. Prince. <clears throat> um, we are recording this on... Uh, May 7th, but so for those that are going to be listening to this when it comes out, it'll already happen, but <laughs> next 20th. week, yeah, but next week, starting May 11th through the 15th, they are going to be filming on location for um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Ooh. and they're going to be filming for Shell Cottage in Wales. Mm. Should be. Did they finish that yet? I thought they were still building the cottage. No, in fact, we had stuff today, uh, photos of, they put the glass panes in the windows, and they built like a little side... Um, I don't know. It looks like a little nook area, but that we had the chimneys going up, and there's a little attic room. So it looks pretty well done. I mean, they're they're starting Monday, so I think they have to be pretty much done, <laughs> you know. But uh, that should be a big deal. I know that we are going to have crews down there, but um, I think that you know there'll be other people that besides just the trio. I mean, Bill and Floor. I mean, um, I guess who else is there? If, uh, Luna Lovegood's character, right? She's yeah. at the college. Yay, Luna. Yay. Yeah. Yep. And who else is there? No, but yes. no, we never see her. Oh, it's Shell Cottage. Yes, it's Shell Cottage. Yeah, yeah Shell Cottage. Well, I, I mean, it depends how closely they stick to the. No, know, that's true. To the script, I think Luna should be at the death of Dobby, but yeah. that's just me. Oh, I would. Yeah, you know, they built a platform. We saw photos of them building that big oh, platform Dobby's where they're going to have for Dobby's, you know, funeral. So. Uh, I don't want to think I about just, it. Well, mm, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know Luna Dobby was is. a good friend and everything, but do you think she needed to be there? Well, it depends if, like, it's absolutely necessary for the plot for her to be in the at, at Malfoy Manor and to be saved by Dobby. I think to make Dobby into more of a hero before he dies, they'll have as many people there as they as they can. Yeah, that's a good part be, point because. Dobby's been gone for five movies, so... Yeah, it's like, Dobby, yeah. where the hell have you been? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good point. I've been over there. Yeah. Oh, you still exist. <laughs> I've been free. Well, you know what? That's awesome. You know what he would say? He'd be like, you know, I may be a, a, free, elf and, a free elf and all, but... Uh... And that's just one side of me. Okay, <sighs> okay. That's number four. All right. Dude, what else is happening? Ladies and gentlemen, we have J.K. Rowling. A new honor has been bestowed on her. She is J.K. Rowling, a Lego. She's in a Lego. 
Are they running Literally. out of honors at this point? Lego? I think, I think they're she's running a Lego out. For? I, I'm she's not kidding you. They figure. had a, po- a poll in uh, of the, uh, the ultimate hero of the last 10 years. And so at Legoland Windsor in the UK, they built a giant face. Joe won this poll. And jo- Joe, there's a big giant Lego she's built out of 48,000 bricks. <laughs> does she like, does she like Legos? <laughs> Frankie. Can I just say something? Sue sent us these news rundowns. Yeah. Um, yeah. to yes. like make sure we're all up on it and she writes tragically Zach Efron was in second place thus the end of the world continues to draw near oh no <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to I just that was for you Melly it's just <laughs> don't say that out loud <laughs> I know you was it was too funny not to say out loud too I'm just, sorry you know you know, you look at the poll and you think that the topic of the poll is the ultimate here of the last 10 years. And, you know, you can have people. I mean, just think of the great things that have happened in the world. You know, I mean, you know, let alone like Barack Obama or something. And then you have Zach Efron. Are you kidding me? I know. Okay. I know. I just, Poor it's Zach. Weird. He gets no love. Oh, shut up. He gets plenty of love. They're just like they're running out of things to do to J.K. Rowling to, like, to honor her. Now, she, now she's a Lego figure. Like, what, what yeah. else can they do? You know what I Joe would know. say about that? It's just one side of her. Like I, I may be a Lego figure. And that's just one side of me. <laughs> she has been knighted. She's a she's a member of the British Empire. She's a whatever she is. Right. Somebody said, has she been knighted yet? <clears throat> they asked in the chat. Yeah. So. Um, is, isn't she a constellation? Or is it Harry Potter constellation? Didn't they do something with a star Draco. named after her? Draco. Is it Draco? No, it's her. Isn't it her? Because Draco the constellation. is a star. Wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. I could have sworn. Draco is a constellation at one point, isn't it? Yeah. No. No, but I th- oh. somebody said put her on Mount Rushmore. Something like uh, Simpsons oh, would a, do. She's a dinosaur. Dinosaur. Hmm. I, I, wanna, I, mean, I want a Joe Halloween costume. That would make me happy. <laughs> I'd be thrilled with that. Yeah, I'm sure it would scare the little kids in your neighborhood, too. Oh, well, not as much as a Moochka costume would. I mean, that one probably would be 100 bucks. I have to imagine. Dance. Really? Can I get the rights on that? <laughs> no, it's all, it's all going to Muchka's Terror Fund. Yeah. Terror Fund. All right, Sue, so what's next? Whenever this we get to Muchka, cool. it's time to move on. <clears throat> we have another uh, casting rumor, and, and this was very interesting to me because I worked very hard on trying to get this pinned down. But um, Miranda Richardson to return mm. as Rita Skeeter for The Deathly Hallows. Now, really? That's awesome. Now I talk. I took me. I, m- I must have talked to like four different reps for her, but everyone would say no comment. That's yeah. a, um, that means yes. That usually means that yes. Usually, it usually <laughs> or they're means working yes, on yeah. it. Yeah. Or like it's yeah. Yeah. usually means I want to tell you, but uh, my contract yeah. forbids yeah. me. Yeah. Right. It, it means. Right. At any rate, it means that at least they've been approached with it. So it's not like I think so. If they had, yeah. they'd they no, be like, like oh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. She's doing this, <laughs> you know, indie film and whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, I get but, upset about the fourth film because of her, because she was so awesome in it, and they gave her no function in the film. She was just uh, there. And, like, she did such a great job. It's like, ugh. So you want to hear the funny part? She's not even technically in Deathly Hallows. It's she, just her writing, isn't it? It's just her writing. She's not there. But there's, like, the interview with her and the guy. Yeah. But you talk about things to cut. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. want to see yeah. it. <clears throat> you know, I was thinking about that, Melly, too, that maybe they could have, you know, because they have Bethilda in there. So I was thinking that somehow, I didn't know how they were going to really work all that besides mm-hmm. the snake scene. So maybe, maybe they'll have, like, Bethilda, like, having a flashback or some sort of pencil. I don't know. I just don't know how they could work her in. But even if they had, you know, how Yates loves those crazy photographs on the Daily Prophet, maybe they could just have Rita waving and showing her book or something. Who knows? But mm. Has Luna's dad been cast? Zofini? It's a question Zofini? we got yeah. off Twitter. Yeah, that, yeah, we, yeah, we posted that a while ago. It's uh, Reese Ephens. Oh, we did. Who am I thinking yeah. of? There's somebody sta- uh, There's somebody outstanding. Scrimger? Scrimger, yes. Why? As a yeah, matter of fact, Melly, we do. We do. Strangely enough, you know, I, it's been talked about before, but I believe it's true. It's not been pinned down. No confirmation yet. But that uh, <laughs> Bill Nighy is actually going to be Rufus. And That's you heard it here. Such- on Bill Nighy looks nothing like this guy. Oh, I, I watched him nice. when Stop. I was Bill, 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 Bill Nye. He's this tall, skinny <laughs> Bill guy. Nye, that science guy. He was the highlight of Love Actually. Mm-hmm. He was in Love Actually. Bill Nye. He was the rocker. He was the. I'm <laughs> thinking of Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. No, 
no, but Come why? N I G H Y, guys. British actors. British actors. Yeah. He, I thought John is... was being silly. That's why I just went with it. I, no. I didn't know there was another kind of Bill Nye. I thought there was no, only one Bill Nye science guy. guy. How many science guys Actually, are there? Actually, the rocker from Bill Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually. Which character Love Actually is It was the brilliant. old rocker. Oh. The old rock star he, who wins the contest. Yeah, He's so funny and he's so versatile. I mean, he was brilliant. He was in a, a, um, a film with David Yates called The State of Play, which has been since remade just recently with Russell Crowe. But uh, Bill Nye is excellent. He's a superb actor. and But he... Well, he's brilliant uh, he's, for sure. Yeah, he is. So, um, but... We, Trying to get that that has not yet been confirmed. Yeah, but if you hear it somewhere else, that um, it, it's another no comment. Does he still have yeah. his PBS show? Oh, John! It's just one side of him. Yay! Thank you for that. Yay for Melly! That was Moses' fault. Okay, what else is happening? Can preempt you? Well, the number one news, let's think. It's kind of happy, <laughs> kind of musical. And I think somebody else should tell them what we think number one is. What do you think? I think John or maybe you, Melly. What do you think? Number one? I don't know. John, I think, John, you got this one. I, I was supposed yeah. to have to look at, look at the, the sheet. And what did I? I know. It's pretty, pretty pally of you. Pretty. Pally or tickety. Do you hear that sound? Pally. <gasps> what is that mysterious sound, John? I don't know. Are the Potter Puppet Pals coming to LeakyCon? <gasps> Are they? <laughs> Surely yes. that would be huge news. No, it's not, been on, it's news, not even been on Leaky yet. News. We're waiting it's for a couple of things to fall into place, but we feel confident saying to you here, because you guys won't tell anybody, right. that the Potter Puppet Pals are going to be performing on the fr- at the Friday Night Wizard Rock show at LeakyCon. Which Once again, Neil unbelievably, and his sisters, fellow puppeteers. <laughs> Once <laughs> again, included in the price of registration. Yes. Once again. No extra money. What are we doing? We're not very good charity <clears throat> fundraisers. No, we're no. not. We don't. We give everything away for free. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! But honestly, how exciting is that? It's unreal, <laughs> and it's in a castle. It's in a castle. Have we actually heard from them officially yet? <laughs> Like the Leaky Just, Con girls, have they talked to him yet? I, I, I don't know. All right. Well, hopefully he doesn't be like change his mind. <laughs> well, I know that Harry and Potter has talked to them and confirmed it through them. So yeah, everybody thank you know? everybody thank Paul for yay Paul. Paul's his friend. Thank John. I mean, I want to talk to him. I want to just. To- Snape, just to see Snape go in the castle. I'm right Snape. in front of you. Just Snape. see them live. I, just... I know that's, that's going to be in the castle, right? That rock show is going to be in the actual castle. Yes. In the actual castle. There's a castle. There's a castle. I mean, good lord. And, and Dumbledore. Yes, Dumbledore. Sorry. Three was a rock shows with the price of Leaky Con registration. I, I there I mean, is it, it literally nothing logic. else like that this summer. Nothing. People don't even expect something like that. They probably would have paid double. We we probably should have charged for it because it's I, my I think, son. I think all couldn't all that it. comes with the registration of LeakyCon, and I just I, my mind gets blown every time. Oh, and I, know. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's only in two weeks, guys. Two weeks from today right now right Thursday we will be having our our opening event right about now with our friends the the Slytherin people. The Slytherin Draco and the Malfoys yes. and two weeks from tonight oh, we'll be at Evil Night. Yes, people. Wait, Evil for Night real? already. Holy cow! Two yeah, weeks. it'll be Evil Night. Oh wow! Oh, Justin, yep. see, I, I, my, my man, Justin, is not evil. He's a giant piece. I don't know why Justin is not evil. He's on Evil Night. I have to ask. Yeah, that's bizarre. I am beside myself. I love the Potter Puppet Pals, and I, I remember watching it before. I watched that before I read the books. Yeah, a lot of people had. They they have got millions and millions of views. Millions on millions. Well, about fifteen of those millions are me. Right. Yeah. I'm sure like <laughs> yeah. twenty are John and a hundred are Frack. And Surely. you know, it's I watch just... it whenever I just need a laugh. I go and watch it. And even the the sexy Snape, I'm too sexy for like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm the guy behind Puppet Pals is Neil, and I cannot pronounce his last name. I'm gonna massacre it. Sisurega, Sisurega, something. Um, Sisurega. Something. And he's he's very. I mean, he's like never been at a conference. I think I think they've done one live show ever. 
it's just uh, they're just brilliant my my son loves he cracks up at the wizard swear one and i know cuz <laughs> yes <yeah, it's> just <laughs> yeah. you know it's really it's, it's really going to be amazing i don't I think just, people understand what they're what they're in for if they have a registration to LeakyCon. oh i know all right well i'm so ridiculously super excited for that our keynotes are selling out so quickly that you uh, need to run if you are thinking about going to one of our three amazing keynotes one of them is michael goldenberg which is uh, again you there's nothing you can't get it anywhere else i'm um, talking about the movies um we're also finalizing some plans for the Pottercast at WikiCon, which again included oh, the price of registration god i wish and i had that to, to announce me too I'm uh, very excited about that. i am going to be on a special microphone that's muted unless you pay for the headsets. So you guys can't hear my <laughs> contribution to the podcast unless you pay the $68 fee for the headsets. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm just kidding. Nice. Do it all. $68 fee for the headset. Um, everyone will pay as long as you do the voices. <laughs> yes. It's a dollar all right, for so no, each no, we got a lot of... Uh, stuff coming up about that but if you haven't if you haven't gotten your keynote registrations you need to go fast there at uh, leakynews.com we have our screenwriting keynote with michael goldenberg again at a, there has never been somebody more directly involved with the harry potter franchise than michael goldenberg at one of these at one of these panels at one of these conferences it's 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 leaps and bounds he, he actually created movie five actually created oh i know like with his from the book like hands and finger paint and everything yes from and we have Cheryl Klein and John Green speaking together. Yay! Can I? It, for those few of you, I who kind don't of know, ship them. Well, John's married, and Cheryl is living with somebody. So I think that maybe you oh, should not ship them. But just like you know, anything can happen at a con. John, <sighs> what? Thank you, thank John. you, thank you, Sue, for the righteous sigh. I agree. I appreciate John. it. Listen, John Green is a award-winning novelist. He's his first. First novel out the gate won a Prince Award, um, which is the highest award you can get as a young adult writer. It's it's like it's like writing a children's book and winning the Newbery. It's huge, and recently it won his latest novel, became a New York Times bestseller, and it just won an Edgar Award, which is an award obviously given by the Edgar Allan Poe estate for um, good mystery. He also <laughs> is half of the Vlog Brothers and is the big nerd fighter. You know, most of you know who he is. If you don't, go to youtube.com slash vlogbrothers. Cheryl Klein is, for podcast regulars, Hot Cheryl. Um, she also, she's been editing Harry Potter since 2001 and lately she's been really coming into her own as an editor. She's been, she's been editing um, these really huge award-winning books, including the newest one is getting acclaimed all over the place called uh, Marcello in the Real World. Oh. And it's about a young boy with a disability who hears music in his head. It's oh. beautiful. I'm only halfway through, but it's a beautiful, beautiful book. So to have them talking about the editorial relationship and writing at a Harry Potter conference, there's, it's, it's, you can't find a better pairing unless you had J.K. Rowling there. You know? Yeah. You know what? Amazing. You know what Cheryl says about being called hot Cheryl? <coughs> that is just one side of, of me. No, she she quite likes it actually. Thanks, oh, you're so bad. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Doodle. Zing. And we are doing. A Nosh with Nerdfighter event. All the John and Hank Green are doing an event together. A Nosh with the Nerdfighters keynote. It's going to be about community. We wanted to have three three keynotes at, at LeakyCon. One for books, one for movies, and one for community. And it worked out absolutely perfectly with with the kind of insight that only people who've led gigantic communities can talk about, with only people who've worked on the Harry Potter books and who've written books can talk about, with only people who've actually written Harry Potter movies can talk about. It's Not many people are in that club. It's like a very lonely club. It is, and there are people who represent those things in each of our keynotes, and I'm just so proud of the people who ran who who ran this conference and got this together. It's going to be amazing. Um, oh, I can't wait. I can't. I can't. I can't function. I can't wait so hard. Uh, so, okay. I can't wait Sorry. so hard. <laughs> I'm waiting so hard right now. <laughs> For you to make fun of me while I'm talking about leaky <laughs> oh, take I know. a certain it's, kind of bravado, John. I mean, Nelly. it's sacred. It's like talking about, like, uh, you know. Oh. Like maybe my my cat. Your cat on okay, fire. Can we move on? <laughs> Let's move on to something else. There are some um, very interesting other speakers, featured speakers that we're having at LeakyCon. I was impressed with. We're having um, Love Grossman, who I believe is um, he writes for Time Magazine, right, Molly? He's doing a, a presentation yep. on um, the magicians' fantasy literature in the post Potter world, which is, should yep. be an interesting one. And we also have another published author. 
our own Lisa Wright. DeGroote is boo. She, she's doing a panel right with her and our friend Miss Addie. Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. Yep, I'm publishing your own your own fiction. She and Lisa, of course, writes the um, Quest series books, which is fabulous. And that's just one side of me. Okay, John, <laughs> she's gonna love you for that. <laughs> uh, what else? What else is happening? It's it's just really amazing to me. I because I really wasn't sure what they would um, come up with the programming. And I've, I've I've tried to stay out of this because I have too much other stuff going on. And the team we have that are working on this has been amazing. They've really put together, I think. To me, but I was looking at the different programs. I was really there's one is called the Music and Harry Potter, and I think that's kind of interesting. I would like to know what that you know when you look at these things. I have no idea what what kind of uh, take on canon that would be, and I think that's kind of interesting. So I, I love that the fandom will come up with these different uh, ideas of, of taking a look at the series, and I mean you can have that too besides the HPA stuff, which is really amazing. And then we can also go learn how to draw with our friend Frankie, which I'm. I'm going to go try and go, too. <laughs> well, Frankie, what about you? What p- appeals to you on the schedule? Because there's something I else I want to talk am, about. I want to hear you. I'm looking forward to um, the, what would Dumbledore do with Andrew Slack and Malik. That's going to be fun. And just, mm-hmm. it's going to be fun and practical, and I just really enjoy Andrew and his philosophy on life. And it's just a lot of fun. But then there's this scavenger hunt that I didn't know what about. So <laughs> yeah. What's a scavenger I'm hunt? Kind of, I love scavenger hunts. Me, too. I've a scavenger hunt in probably like eight years. But they're so much fun. So, like, I'm kind of excited about this scavenger hunt check-in. So I need to get some more information on that. I want to be a part of that. I love those things. Like, when I was little at school, they had this Where's Waldo scavenger hunt, like, in my school. And they were hiding all these little Waldos around our school. Like, if you found I one. I love that stuff. Because when I was little, I was, like, I would find things good. Because I wasn't the best runner and the best, like, person, like, at sports and stuff. But... I was good at like that kind of stuff. I felt smart and like I'm a detective. Like I'm gonna find this scavenger stuff, and so I always really enjoyed it when I was little. The prizes were like, uh, like one free miss your homework day. I loved those passes to get out of homework free passes. Did you guys ever have those? I never. Yeah, had but that. I always do my homework. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> well, I did. So- it was just <laughs> anyway. So what were you gonna talk about? Nothing. I wanted to make a mention, though, to the other our other friends that do podcasts. Um, oh, right. Some friends of ours are going to be joining. A, for, there's going to be a live spell cast and a spinner's mm-hmm. cast and an alley cast. Are you yep. kidding? Nice. That's crazy. That's one so of much. Them, one of the Amazing. casts overlap with my thing on Friday. Oh. Yeah, we have to we have to miss half of the spell cast because we have a Pottercast panel at nine o'clock in the morning. Oh snap! On Friday. And then I'm going to have to miss all the spinner cast because that's what I'm doing my fan art. Dude, See, how much programming do you have? I just did the fra- the fan uh, the fan art and the fun size, and then the then our Pottercast. So I'll be relatively busy. Is there like a height? <laughs> yeah. Is there a height restriction for the fun size? Um, <laughs> I, I really don't know what the capacity of the rooms are just yet. So if for some reason if the first one's full and you want to make it into the fun sized one, as long as there's no kids, you're knocking kids over for chairs. I have no idea, no problem you being there. Yeah, just knocking don't kids hit the, over for you know, chairs. Leave the kids alone. You're knocking right. them so, over. Short people, people have the priority room. at the fun size. Who named it fun size? I like that. Uh, someone else, not me. I didn't oh. think of it. <laughs> someone else. Hey, I, well, I mean, I, it's cute. I don't want. To, I, I don't want to take credit for it. That's what I meant. Just yeah. Say. It's pretty quirky. Shut up. <laughs> I have. It's I have one thing that uh, I'm excited about. That at previous cons I did not partake in. What? Oh, I have partaken only to be disappointed. What? Um, the food. Oh, I have heard reports actually of the LeakyCon food, and apparently the tasting, our tasters were like licking the plates. I really like that there have been tasters, because I I honestly can't see for the life of me how there could have been tasters at previous cons. Um, I'm not going to name out any names, um, other than there was something called Padfoot Stew once. That was Lumos. Oh, I, I wasn't gonna name any names. Come on, it's water <laughs> under the bridge. That was a terrible stew. Oh gosh! And it's like this was <laughs> three years ago. It the was. funny thing is, this is the thing about it is that this was an opening <laughs> feast that I believe was an add-on pay extra for, and ever since then I did not do a single add-on meal at a con, um, just because I figured, you know, there's food in the area that you know probably would taste better and would be cheaper but from what i'm hearing not only is all the food included in basic registration at LeakyCon, but it's actually like edible to the point of delicious 
Yeah. And, uh, edible to the point of delicious. That makes me that's happy. A good to have it's going to be our tagline for LeakyCon. Edible <laughs> to the point of delicious. <laughs> LeakyCon, no one's going to die. <laughs> or cry. That's our. That's another tagline. Or cry. No crying. All no right. crying at LeakyCon. Yeah. There's gotta... no crying at LeakyCon. <laughs> John, I might make you cry, though. Why, Sue? I'm What's f- going on? What are you going Friday, to do to me? I'm going to make you cry at Friday at 11 o'clock because you're going to come and join me. What are we doing? Oh, oh <laughs> I love about this. I love it. I love it. You are going to show up and come join me for my panel on the Hufflepuff and all of us. Oh. Yes, you are. Well, that's so. That was so generous. <laughs> I heard the announcement earlier about how, um, about how we're giving um, house points or Maliki points to everybody who is a Hufflepuff that shows up to the to your thing. <laughs> that's a good. Actually, totally, they are. That's absolutely true. Everybody who comes to my panel gets <laughs> leaky, leaky points. There you go. But, <laughs> you have a sign I, I heard back. that. I heard that for all the Hufflepuffs that go, they get Hufflepuff points. But for every uh-huh. every other house that goes, they take away that that many from Hufflepuff. No, no, negative, mm-hmm. negative. Not at my panel. That is not the happening. Sorry, you fail right oh, there. Nuts. You're going to be you negative fail. fifty points just for that. Oh, negative. But you are going to come because all. Everybody has a little bit of Hufflepuff in them. Even you, Mr. Look at that face. I see your face right there. That little fake chagrin face. I don't know what you do Look on the him. weekends, but I never have any Hufflepuff in me. Yes, you have. John. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. And we have all summer together, my friend. Just saying. Yourself. Oh, shoot. That's right. Tour is coming, and if you don't, if you yeah. live in a city in the United States, there is a large possibility we'll be within driving distance of you. So you need to check out mylicky.com slash p slash pc lupin willow. Mylicky.com slash p slash pc lupin willow, and that's how you find yes. out all the info. We we had yes. we had to make it like the most like like arbitrary difficult way to find the information, but uh, it is all well, there. I'll change eventually. <laughs> Anyhow, I have a question. There, sh- there should be a link at podcast.com. I, I've sent like yes, two emails about this. There should be. Honestly, uh, Pete. Yeah. Anyway. But can I this just say real quickly, a- Frankie, wait, wait, real quick, please come to my panel. Anybody is welcome. Anybody that wants to talk about Hufflepuff, please come. Okay. Even you, <laughs> what does that mean come? exactly, talk about Hufflepuff? Well, well I, I don't want it to just all be me. I want to have, like, engage in a, you know, conversation with people about their thoughts, too. I, I don't want it just to be me yakking for the whole time. Right, That's right. boring. So, um, I mean, have you, have you planned any of, like, your speech or anything like that yet? I, I, I do have a, I have a speech, but it's going to be short. But, I mean, I, the Hufflepuff way is not just to keep all about myself, I, at least mm-hmm. on me. I don't like to do that. So right. I'm encouraging everybody to uh, to please come. Even I'd like for you all to come. I don't know, Frankie, are you doing your your panel Mine's then? Right, I don't know. right before it. So I can are you doing one about Ravenclaw, Frankie? Oh, no. Come talk oh, about I should. It's his art. Why don't all the other art. houses get to have, like, a house appreciation panels? It's just Hufflepuff. Oh. It's because we're special. Now, I have a question real quick concerning houses. Are we sorting there or just kind of... Ah, yes. We've been asking this every week. Are we? I don't know. you got to ask a LinkedIn. I'm not sure the details. I don't want to say it anything. It seems like if, if they're not, then it's like probably too late, but... I want to be the sorting hat. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do Yay! is have Frankie sit on your head and then he'll tell you where you belong. <laughs> John. People are lining up for that one. Okay, can we maybe try segment? to be respectful or dis- or not disgusting? What's oh, all right. Well, what is next? We're gonna do bit by bit, correct? Oh, right, yeah, bit by bit, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm also doing a panel. I forgot. Oh <laughs> yes, Melly, about your it? book too. Your yeah, book, I'm right? Doing a Harry history is panel, and I'm gonna have special stuff in there that you can't that you've never heard before from the J.K. Rowling interview. So that's <gasps> oh, look at you, nice. fancy pants. Cool. I can't use it to raise money for charity. What can I use it for, huh? Oh, I know. I have, yeah. I have special stuff in my panel. I'm just kidding. It's frack. I feel they're left gonna be, out. They're going to be blocking people off at the corners to get at. They're going to be lines I'll down do the voices. down the block to get to get into your panel. Um, so are you, do, are, are you doing a signing, though, real quickly? Melissa, are you doing a signing of your books, too? When you're, when you're Are you doing I, a reading? I'm going to think of LeakyCon as one continuous signing. If you have okay. a book and you come near me. I'm going to yeah. take it from you before you can ask and sign it. Oh, How about nice. that? <laughs> That's awesome. There's nothing cooler to me than somebody wanting me to sign their book. It's just so flattering. I can't even. Melissa, so. when is your panel? I believe it's 6 to 7 p.m. 
Yes, Friday, six to seven p.m. It's uh, at the pl- in the Plaza Ballroom mezzanine. It's right after nice. the We Are Wizards screening. Good, good, good. Cool. It's gonna be a um, big and day. And when are we giving? When's the thing for the books, Melissa? Do we have a time yet for the the special ten books from Joe? Um, we're, yeah. we're still figuring out exactly when we're doing that, but I would make sure that you get your ticket before the ball. Okay. Yep. So just keep keep an eye on LeakyCon.com, on LeakyNews.com, and all the information will be there. Sweet. Cool. Squee. Excited. Well, I guess it's time to pass on to the bit by bit. Bye. Welcome back to everybody. Bit by bit, we're picking up from last time when we uh, we we just arrived at Xenophilius Love Goods, like Rook Tower, in the middle of the Wizarding Rook Tower. It's it's described to look like as a. No, rook. you're right. Um, and so, um, and we were just discussing briefly that how close it was to the borough, and now let's go. I'm so excited for this now. Um, you know how you have a, a thing in your mind and you're reading it and you anticipate how a scene's going to look, but I, I hate to grasp so soon, but I'm going to. There's a film. It's called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes, it's a wonderful film. Um, it's written by uh, Ian Fleming. He wrote the James Bond's books. And the screenplay was written by a wonderful author named uh, Roald Dahl, who's a children's author who wrote um, Charlie and Chuck Factory. And the movie stars Dick Van Dyke. And it's about this eccentric creator professor guy. And it, his house is filled with this, you know, this extraordinary magical creations and wonderful just gizmos. And that's immediately what I thought of when I started reading this. I mean, it's just it's just so extreme. I mean, you, you have your own mistletoe. You're welcome by a son says, welcome, you know, mistletoe and, and dirigible. Dirigible, I think. Yeah, dirigible plums. It's just, I mean. What does dirigible mean? What is that? What? Dirigible plums. Well, that's such a visually exciting scene. And, and, and then there's that image of Harry, like, walking through the garden. You know, there's Snargaloffs, you know? <laughs> and, and, and who has that? Oh, my God. <laughs> it means an airship. As a noun, and as an adjective, it means designed or capable of being directed, controlled, or steered. That's so cool. Interesting. So, I think it's cute curious. though that that they set up the idea that they farm mistletoe because Luna was so knowledgeable about nargles. The nargles they must have. <laughs> Looks for nargles in the mistletoe. In the mistletoe. And then the morning mortals can sing about a, it. Such a great chapter. Good wacky thing in his garden, and you know the imagery of Harry walking through there with his snargaloff pumps. Snargaloffs. Who grows that in their garden? Is it deadly? It's not. They're those. Sounds big, like they, no. Big Bird's friend <laughs> on Sesame Street. No, that's Nephilophagus. Oh. These are, the snargaloffs are the big green things that you throw them when they turn into um, plants. Oh, cool. For flowering bushes or something. The lethal greenery. Yeah. Crazy. It's like having poison ivy for your your sitting garden. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go That's sit weird. in the grass and drink tea and poison ivy. And you, you just know what you're going to find. And you go up to the door and there's this, like, a raven or something on the door. There's a little Isn't owl. An owl. Wait. Oh. Well, there's a saw an owl. Are you talking about... Oh, no, uh, there was a... No, an, an eagle, eagle, like, like Ravenclaw. Oh. oh. I guess you were right from, like, the last time. Well, it's just oh, like the actual yeah. door of the Ravenclaw Tower. Right. It's an eagle. Which came first? <laughs> the phoenix or the flame? <laughs> That's the riddle that they gave Luna, and Luna was all like, a circle neither has a beginning or an end. And then we saw Zeno at the wedding. He was all emblazed in yellow. Let's all, but now look at him. Oh, he's all unkempt. Positively dapper. No, he's not dapper. He was at the wedding, and now he looks like he's just a mess. He's a man wrecked. He's a man, you know... He's the way Narcissa should look at the beginning of Half-Blood Prince, but I'm not going to go there. Except she's Um, about ready to get her toenails did. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. this giant thing in the middle of the room. It was a wooden object covered in magically turning cogs and wheels. Looked like the bizarre offspring of a workbench and a set of all, of old shelves. But after a moment, Harry... Oh, that's not exactly what I'm talking about. That's the the, 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 the press. There's something else in the middle of the room as well. Things in the middle of the room. An enormous gray spiral horn, not unlike that of a unicorn, which had been mounted on the wall, protruding several feet into the room. Several yeah. feet into the room. 
Wow, I totally forgot it's that a- description. It says several feet? I never realized that. That's hilarious. Mounted on the wall, protruding several feet, so it's like sticking out from the wall. No, and Hermione just wigs the heck out. Yeah, she's like, it's an Arampent horn. Arampent means bursting forth. And it's funny, there's a definition so dangerous, of fungi or, alga- <laughs> or algae. Prominent. <laughs> Projecting or fr- from or bursting through host tissue. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so the horn can shoot crap out of it? But it's just amazing, like, the, how, she, first of all, that she even knew this word. Second of all, that she found it f- for this bursting through as if through a surface or covering, which is exactly what this Aaron horn is like. You know, it's, it's like mm-hmm. protruding from the wall, you know? It's great. The, like I love the fact that a lot of the stuff she can do with the magic is make stuff both literal and figurative simultaneously. It's just it's such a fun literary device. It's just ugh, I love it. So I don't understand the Xenophilius guy. Like surely he can read the same books as Hermione does, but yet he he knows surely must know of what a, a European is and decides instead that it's so absolutely not one of those. It's safe enough to give it to his daughter as a present. No, he thinks it's a Crumplehorn Snorkak. Yeah, but honestly, how could he not? How could he not know the of the Europentorn, and think that it's it's a Crumplehorn Snorkak or whatever instead? He believes in Nargles. It's just wishful thinking. He wants to believe it, so he's letting himself kind of just accept the, that. The sake of his daughter's own safety. But he doesn't see it as a compromise. He's he, yeah, he's an eccentric. He's a moron. He's certainly not a moron. <laughs> Thank he's you, John. Own his own viewpoint, his own. So if that horn kills Luna, he's not a moron. He's just a unique individual. No, he is who, not a moron. A, that is not a viable definition of moron. Just because you choose to see things a little bit differently, or you do see them and you don't see All them right. one way, doesn't make you a moron. I mean, look at what he's doing with the Quibbler. He knows that they're out there reading it, and yet he continually supports them through the work and he does in the, in the Quibbler. So I yeah. mean, he's not a stupid, ignorant man. He's not a moron. And he's still fighting that fight, keeping onward with his, his mission. And to call him a moron is not fair. Well, he's just no. occasionally a moron. No. I, I think I'm a moron on occasion, so I think I could assign Xenophilius the same. Well, should we label. vote on that? Oh, that's unnecessary. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> There's also, what in the room, Melissa? A printing press. Yay. It's lovely. I love the idea of an old... And we, we know that they're working on that, right? They were working on a... They bought one, didn't they? They bought one for the, for the movie? They're going to custom... Yeah, yes, it, it is going to be in the film. Yeah. There's an so old an antique press that is definitely going to be in the film. and wheels look like the bizarre offspring of a workbench and a set of old shelves. But Harry deduced that it was an old-fashioned printing press due to the fact that it was churning out quibbers. So he's, I mean, he's printing this magazine in his room. He's printing the glasses that you can see through the cloak with. Yeah, all in that little room. He'd be making millions off that one device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. It's just a deathly hollow. It's not really that big a deal. It might as well be mesh sheet around him. You know what I love about this is that he's continuing the counter propaganda that they're putting out there. I mean, he's doing that underground kind of thing. You know, like how the guys are doing it at Hogwarts with their um, Potter Watch, uh, you know, through the audio, and like in World War Two. So that's what they're doing. And here he is doing his counter, you know, stating the truth through the quibbler. And I think that's really pretty cool. You know, very, very admirable. Brave, actually. Yeah. It was one of those things. Um, now, he welcomes him in, and it's awkward right off the bat, isn't it? Because they ask for Luna. Yeah, he doesn't all, want him in to come in. He's like, oh, uh... Now, imagine... Like, I can't even try to put my place myself in his position. Because they have his daughter. And I don't have children myself just yet. But from my understanding, people who do, Sue can speak more clearly on this, is the the love that a parent has for their child is something that can't be explained, only experienced. Now, how difficult would must it be for him to have to make a decision that he knows if he doesn't do it, the one hope he does have at getting his daughter back, even though he probably fully will well, know they're not going to do it, but the, the logic does, takes a back seat in this case, I'd imagine, or at least it's very difficult to keep it in the front seat when you're dealing with it in something of this regard. Like, how, how does he d- decide whether to, like, oh, turn this kid in and maybe I get my daughter back, or... You know, if they find out, she's for sure gone, if yeah. she's even alive still. Like, mm-hmm. I I can't even imagine. It's like Sophie's Choice. Like, how does he – I've never seen that movie, but I know the concept. And it's like, how does he even begin to – I don't know. I think people give him a hard rap. Like, I kind of got a little upset at 
Harry and Ron, they're being all mad at him. But at the same time, it's like, what if that was like their daughter? Like, how would they yeah, handle or that? Hermione. Yeah. I know I jumped I mean, ahead a little bit, but I just... It'd be easy to, like, help the right cause if you believe in the cause, but you want to see your own family. Well, yeah, and, like, I bring that up now just because I remember reading it, and he was all shady, and kind of, like, it was kind of awkward, and then when I realized, like, oh, Luna's not coming back. They went to her room, it was all dusty, and, you know, they saw everything, like, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it was just, like, it was awkward at first, I was like, what is this guy's... Like, like he is really kind of weird. Well, and they told him that she was going fishing or something, and that she was gone for just a little while, and it's so sad. It's like, made me see He lied to them? Yeah, but he's still printing it. But they see the yeah. print, and isn't the, the, uh... isn't the story changed? And that's what kind of set Terry off, because he realizes it's not in his support anymore. He's kind of like, so... And that's when he kind of flips out, like, no, you... Well, that's right. What did they change it to? No, he changed it. Right. Because because of they had Luna, and so he's like kind of they have basically they have um, him under his thumb under their thumb now, and they realize that the only way they could do that is by kidnapping Luna, which is I think as it speaks of Xenophilus's character because before he was like I don't care, but now it's not his life anymore; it's his daughter's, and he feels responsible. Yeah, sorry that was somewhat of a tangent, but not too much. I'm just looking at this and I'm realizing that um, we were wrong on the last one. He didn't know that it was a Deathly Hollow. I mean, he didn't say that it was a Deathly Hollow early at the wedding they just recognized that he was wearing the sign so um he says he says at the end of this chapter are you referring to the sign of the deathly hollows like yeah you know it's like the big dun 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 reveal oh you know? yes well no the, they just at the wedding knew that it was the crumb said it was a sign of, of grindelwald that they thought it was a grindelwald sign so why the hell would would xenophilix be associated with grindelwald and that's why they didn't they had the stigma to this guy because they thought that he was somehow in support of Grindelwald. I I don't know. This room is just so. We, there's so many clues. I think just hidden in his the description yeah. of the room. And you know how we looked around and there's that the the statue like the, the thing on the boats or what do you call it, the front All of those the boats? maidens on the front things are called. You mean yeah right yeah. yeah. Oh yes yes yes. He's trying to create the diadem of. Yeah. Lady Ravenclaw, or whatever, um, Marina Ravenclaw. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. forgot about that. We didn't know how important that, that was going to be, and yet here was a clue to the end of the book, just sitting right there, sort of oddly. <laughs> well, it was a nice, fun way to introduce us to that concept without it being all like, like here's a clue, here's a clue. <laughs> yeah, big blue paw print. My handy dandy notebook out here. <laughs> So it says though that those orange radishes or those plums are as to enhance the ability of to accept the extraordinary. Huh. So you think Luna's on drugs? <laughs> John. <laughs> is that why she is what she is? Oh wow, I hate to admit she it. She didn't but... wear the earrings, she'd be a logical person. Oh, stop it. You're right Ivana, near her brain. Ivana is gonna take you to task for that. You just got in trouble. <laughs> she <laughs> is they're right near her brain. But just they're right near her brain. <laughs> no, but come Luna's not, Luna's some some kind not of illogical. Well, I mean She just got her own. Do you think she's illogical? Yeah. <laughs> I I think she is logical. I think she's willing to suspend logic for the sake of the fantastic. Hmm. I think she's logically fantastic. She realizes okay, well, that I sometimes... She's fantastic. She's logically fantastic. Where am I? Shut up. <laughs> See, I said it again. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't say the T word. Guys. So anyway, so they go in, and Xenophilius... Uh, Go get some. Tells him that Luna is down fishing, and they go. And he offers to go get him soup. And in the meantime, is that when they wander up to Luna's room? Could they hear the press? Well, we're not up to. I mean, the end of this chapter, they start talking about the Deathly Hollows. That's, oh, there's plenty of time. Okay, yeah. Before we get to Luna's room, and, and then stuff. the next chapter is uh, Deathly Hollows, and then they wander up to the room later on. I think. Okay, right? yeah. My bad. Yeah. So this is the end. Seeing the drums. All right. We're wrapping it up. Anybody who has an idea of what you want to ask us, Twitter at Pottercast, and we'll get to it in the wrap-up. Which we're doing now, so do it quick. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter now. Twitter! Guys, seriously, I cannot believe that in two weeks I get to see you, and then two, and then like three weeks after that we start tour. And they're going to be so, we're going to be so sick of everybody. I know. Ugh. Sick of your faces right now. Sick of them all. Sick of them all. <laughs> I'm precious that. 
It's a bulldog wearing a baseball hat. Somebody asked, will the LeakyCon shows be live on Ustream? Uh, good mm-hmm. question. I would say that it's more likely for LeakyCon shows to be on Ustream than it is for every show to show up on iTunes. Right. That doesn't apply to them. I guess it doesn't. Well, but last summer we put up every dang show and there was a lot happening like to support all of that and I think this time around we might put up like one every two shows or two or three shows just because uh, if you haven't heard it it's new to you (laughs) but if it's been on feed it's a new show every day and that's really difficult to do for 30 shows so somebody asked do we have to pay for tour shows before we get there any 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 of the tour shows that requires a door payment not all of them do because obviously if we go to a library it'll be free but sometimes we have to cover something with a like a a venue Mm -hmm. so if there's a fee you pay at the door you don't have to worry if there's a situation where you have to buy tickets ahead of time we'll let you know yeah does anyone have the recipes for cauldron cakes Ooh, is that on uh, our craft section uh, or our Potter pot, Potter parties. Potter we parties had section. Some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had some of that too. Yeah. There are there are some recipes. Have we booked any new dates since uh, we went up with the page a few weeks ago? Yes, and you should ask Alex Carpenter for that information, and he will get it to you. Because Sorry. Melissa is so busy that you can't afford another click. No, no, no. That's cool. Are the dates for the tour of the summer final? Yes, we cannot come to your town. I'm sorry. Some of some of the dates, there's a little bit of a Google, you know, we don't have something set, so we're going to change cities or something. But the general area we're going to be in on each in each date is completely unmovable. Yes. However, the, the Frankie John meetup crew still has yet to solidify all of our meetups from L.A. to Boston. The only one that we know that we kind of want to do right now is Grand Canyon. But if you live in the area and you want to meet up with us, there'll be details. I want to meet you at the theme park. Yeah, also we're possibly going to Cedar Point uh, in Sandusky, Ohio, um, which would be a heck of heck of heck of fun. And that would probably be on the 17th or the 18th. Will those that have signed up for the street team get more info or updates soon, John? Yes, yes. You are going to get instructions soon of of, uh, being able to print out little printer-sized black and white posters that you can hang up in your area, something saying something fun like, you know, Harry Potter dance party or whatever. And all you have to do is hang them up somewhere where you legally can do so and take a picture of yourself with it, and uh, you'll get some really good chunks of my leaky points there. That would be very valuable to us as well. Another question. Are there any shows in New York or New Jersey? Sue? Are there in in New Jersey? New York or New Jersey? Yes, there's... This starts it off, right? We go to Boston yep. and then to New York and then to New Jersey, I believe. The first Boston, one's in Boston. New York, Philly, and then New Jersey, I think. Oh, Philly, that's right. Okay. Because I, I know the first one is this where the Potters went to their school, right? I believe that yep. is. And that's it's one in of Nor- Boston. So excited to do a show in, who would have thought, Norwood. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty urban um, area. Yeah. So Norwood, Massachusetts, and then New York, and then, New Jer- and then Philadelphia, and those three shows have the Potters. Where do we sign so up for the street huge. teams, John? Street teams have so far just been emailing to staff at pottercast.com. And uh, I've been I've been logging in there pretty much every day, seeing uh, new emails from everybody. I got, got back to most of you by now. I can't think of like an easier way to keep tabs on everybody other than that. Well, email's fine. Yeah. You can make a group on MyLeaky. A MyLeaky group would be helpful. Presumably all of you have MyLeaky accounts, of course. Holly yeah. wants to know when we'll be able to cast spells on each other on MyLeaky. Oh, who spilled those beans? Magic. Probably you, John. Probably me like a few shows ago before I even talked to a single programmer about it. <laughs> I have no idea. We're still trying to figure out things like how to stop people from cheating on points. Yeah. Which, you know, we'll, a we'll get there. There is something very cool coming, though, to uh, Leaky slash MyLeaky, um, technologically speaking. That, uh, they're gonna guess. You can't even. You don't continue because they're gonna guess it. They're very smart. Okay, I'll shut up. It involves Twinkies, Slinkies, and chewed gum. Pinkies. Twinkies, Slinkies, and Pinkies. Yeah, and that's just one side of me. That's just one side of me. And that's just one side of me. Is there a list of what events the Potters will be playing at? I just said it. New York, New Jersey, and Philadelphia. You can go to myleaky.com/p/ PC Lupin below to get the rest of it. We need a better link for that. Can we please yeah. get it? We could make an effing tiny URL and be done. MyLeaky.com slash tour. How about that? We'll redirect it. MyLeaky.com slash tour or leakynews.com slash tour. We'll, I'll, I will redirect it to that page. But you need a MyLeaky account right now to see it. Well, we're going to work on that, though. Frankie, they want you to do an Elmo voice. Elmo? I need to hear Elmo. <laughs> tickle me. Tickle me, Elmo. Ha, 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 ha. 
Is that Elmo? Is that Elmo? Mm. I need to find. I don't think I have to find. Let me see if I can find it. <clears throat> I talk like, no, I talk like Elmo. Talk. Elmo talks like, Elmo oh, talks like this. A little bit. Yeah, you're getting closer. Yeah. I have to play with it. Sometimes I'll do weird voices not meaning into it, yeah. like, like students. I'm like, you just practice those at home? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a student. I'm stupid. Do your work done. Like, um, <laughs> Don't cross... Professor Frankie. Seriously, I've never heard Frash like mean except when he comes home. Oh, I know, Frankie, who won't who won't give you the "not my daughter, you bitch" line on the show. <laughs> is cussing every student out he can get his hands on. He's so mean. I don't. You can't cuss. He cuss them out. He doesn't cuss them out. No. He just comes home and he's like ready to just to kill. Well, he's ready. They want to know when they're going to get more information about the John Noe Chipotle line. Funny you should ask. Um, ah, we finished ah, this in time. Elmo talks like this. Everybody, come to Corner Cat Panel. <laughs> Elmo. Is that you? Was that Frankie or was that act like YouTube or something? Oh, that was me. Elmo. Elmo talks like this. It's kind of scratchy at the top, but it's still high. <laughs> wow, Frack. I'm You're impressed. Weird. It's not as funny as Smeagol, but it's impressive. It is. Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do Kermit? Kermit the Frog here. Oh my god! Kermit kind of talks through his mouth a little bit, and he's controlled, but it's not. I have to go Kermit the Frog here, otherwise it doesn't always sound like. Kermit. How about Miss Piggy? <laughs> oh, Kermit! <laughs> Miss Piggy sounds like um, Yoda. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They sound similar. A couple of them sounded similar. Yes, it's Frank Oz. He did both. Yeah, he's genius. Yeah. Uh, he just recorded some new tracks for the Star Tours ride. What? He, Yoda's going to be on the new Star Tours ride. Pretty sure Frank Oz is dead. Yeah. How's that possible? Oh no 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 not Frank Oz. Who else am I thinking? <laughs> I'm like, that's a trick. No, it wasn't the guy Yoda. Who I don't remember. No, it was the guy who did C3PO. Never mind. Somebody oh, say Frank Oz is not dead. Isn't yeah. Frank Oz dead? I, 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 oh, Are you thinking of Jim Henson? Jim Henson is Henson's quite dead. dead. Oh, Frank Oz, unless he's not doing voices anymore, because you can tell the voices aren't the same anymore. And all the new Muppet stuff, maybe since Disney owns it now, he doesn't do Probably it. Probably over it. I'm oh, he's alive. Sure. Wikipedia, he's alive. So, no, then I'm pretty positive that was Frank Oz. You're all, you're all questioning me. Oh, he's, he's alive. Whoops. Oh. Sorry, Frank Oz. Yeah, Frank Oz is Please. not dead.com. Frank Oz is not dead. Well, speaking of the John Noe Chipotle Alliance, just to give a quick update, once we finish this, we're going to immediately transition into a Noe Thursday, um, because I want to get out in time to go catch Star Trek tonight at uh, 7, my time. But uh, John Noe Chipotle Fund, there's not too many of you at the moment. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with you all, but I appreciate the heck out of you. And so, show my appreciation, you will be receiving um, your own, very own email addresses for whoever at whorecree.com. <laughs> I've been sitting on that domain name for three years. I don't know what the heck to do with it. So this is as good a, <laughs> good a thing to do as any. Are you okay? Be frack at horcree.com. I want one of those. Can I have squee at horcree.com? Yes, you can have squee at horcree.com. I have moochka at horcree.com? Yeah, no, but I already have that one, but you could have Melissa. You have moochka at horcree.com. <laughs> <laughs> spam. I'll do it on purpose. She's, she usually just signs up for inappropriate websites on the internet, but... Anyway, at horcrea.com, your new email address is being part of the John Noe Chipotle Alliance. Am I part of the alliance? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen any donations come in from you, Frankie. Shut up. I'm joking. You know, you're an honorary member. I need a frack alliance or a doodle. A doodle. You should have a Pellegrino alliance. What's, it, alliance. what's something that starts with P that means, like, alliance? Pol- um, po- I've Pol- got to Pol- say, Pol- one, one last thing in the wrap-up. I, I went this week. I just got to thank everybody. I went this week to California um, to... Oh, I uh, get to see. Oh, it's so fun. Tell them, tell them what I did you. Wait, I went to Contra Costa County and I did a, a speech and a signing and it was so much fun. And this girl Segregate brought me earrings, my book cover on earrings. Oh, cool. Ever. And um, it was it was just it was it was it was so wonderful and I love going to, to libraries and meeting people. I'm just enormously blessed. But the other blessed part about it is that I got to see John Noe 
Um, and John tells me from a week, a week, a week ahead of time, I have a gift for you. I'm bringing you a gift. I'm bringing you a gift. And now you think, you know, when somebody says they're bringing you a gift, you think, wow, awesome. Okay. <laughs> I love how much, I, how long in advance I planned this. So I get there and he hands me this oatmeal can. What? So I'm looking at this oatmeal can. I'm like, hmm. okay. And I open it up. There's the all the ingredients in there for me to make him guacamole. <laughs> no. <gasps> no, he did not. It's a pretty you good gift. I, mean... I didn't know that's what your gift was. I knew he's gonna have. I know we bought ingredients. I don't know what it was for. He gave me uh, some avocados and some. Instead of being a DB, what's a DB? It, it's nothing oh, you can say on podcast. Not all the way to DB <laughs> territory. It's certainly being an annoying. That's a Slytherin SLP. move, for sure. It's a very it's a very Slytherin move. I have a gift for you. I have a gift Slytherin for you. Here, it's all the stuff you need to give me a gift. <laughs> well, we both got... We all got to enjoy it. We it was brought a whole big bag of chips. And that whole, that whole first night, like, for dinner, was pretty much a huge pot of guacamole. It was perfect. Imagine the maid when she walked into the room and it smelled like, of cilantro. Why does it smell of, like... Why are there cut onions on the ground? <laughs> what happened to that video of me crying my eyes out from the onions? My camera... John, like, literally, so weeping, weeping no. from the onions, which would served him right, I thought. Oh, my, like, just crying my little eyes out, and it was so sad. I can't wait, John, I have a gift for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's that? This going to be? My website. Oh, but how can we all enjoy that? How uh, can't we all enjoy that? <laughs> I can't, I put that in my belly. Wait, what? What? John has been supposed to, he's supposed to redo my website for a long time now, so. We're just, he's got a, like, stacking gonna, gifts upon gifts right now. I'm going to give him all the ingredients to my website, and he's going to make it. He's going to put it together and make it into a sumptuous guacamole. For you, John, I give you this gift. I, I appreciate that, because, I mean, if there's one thing I am, it's a good gift giver. And that's just one side of me. <laughs> How many percent do you have a running count? Eleven. Somebody in the chat. Eleven? Eleven. Okay, I think that this has dragged on long enough, guys. As always. Is there anything at horrorcreed.com? Someone in the chat? What? I don't think I ever uploaded anything. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my old demo reel. Gross. Don't go over there. Yeah. And I love how it still says property of John Noe, not Mugglecast on the top. Yeah. <laughs> the stupid Mugglecasters bought it one year. I remember. They bought it as soon as you started using it, then they wouldn't give it to you, remember? Oh, I know. I was like, guys, you're teasing me. I want my uh, domain. I helped you make that logo. It kind of sucks now. Yeah. <laughs> We need to not. It's, I mean, we just what we need to do is just fix one part of it. We need to take the, all the all that down actually, because uh, remember we made it Slytherin, and then the whole concept is it's there's the E's crossed out because no E, get it? No E. There's no E, so it's so it's crossed out. No E. That's cute. Um, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, guys. Uh, Frack is not designing tour shirts. We we have so many left from last year that we're gonna use those, but um, Frack is. Yeah. Maybe making a poster? This Monday we're doing, and a Monday. So this Sunday we're having a, a work day. Full work party. Excited for that. So if you guys have any brilliant ideas for posters. We already have a brilliant idea, don't we? I know, I'm just, just trying to give them something to do. Okay, I'm going to say make a shameless plug. I voted for you, Frankie, at the Wizrockopedia <gasps> Art That's right! Oh. Thank you, Sue. I voted for myself. Hee <laughs> hee. I voted for you like a hundred times. I found a, I found a cheat code, like uh, like on my leaky groups. No. <laughs> cheat code. It's like uh, you're playing a game. I mean, cheat code, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Anymore. When do the results uh, yes. come out? I don't know, but Frack is nominated for Best Illustrations on, in uh, okay. the, the Wizard of Rock People's Choice Awards, and I think that you should all go there and vote for him, as well as many of the other bands who are on there, including... Remus Lupins and the Whopping Willows and the Ministry of Magic and Bloodbuds and Blood I can't pick. I look at that list. And I'm just like, what do you do? I know it was so hard. I was doing that last night, and it was just the most impossible thing. There's so many great groups, and then I had to choose between which is the favorite Hufflepuff group, and I'm like, I'm doomed here. Oh gosh, <laughs> not like Sophie's choice. <laughs> How many Hufflepuff <laughs> groups do there need to be in this world? I mean. Oh, there's not enough, honey. Bring him more. I on. didn't know the Mudbloods were Gryffindors. Know that either. I thought That's he was not. a Ravenclaw. I didn't know they all had group, uh, houses. I didn't know they picked. Well, yeah, obviously the Potters are Gryffindors, and obviously the Malfoys are Slytherins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slush, yeah. Slush and Flick are definitely Slytherin. Um, oh, you, do you think? <laughs> Jeez, has anybody actually ever heard some of their music other than the Jungle Spells? Yes. Like the yeah. stuff that's not censored. I don't even think it's yeah. safe to put on the show. It, no, it's a lot right. of... Uh, 
but it's adult, but it's really good and very witty stuff. I like them. They're, they're going to be playing at the Con. I like that. We need to, we need that like that. He did that 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 song, that Muchka song, but it needs to be like we'd like a rap too. Guys, I gotta talk to Ustream about the recommended live shows they're putting under our show right now. Really? Uh -oh. they're, they're all quite mature. <laughs> I gotta tell oh, no. You. oh no! Why? <laughs> I don't know. But I will be talking to them. There it is. Muchka da. All right, guys. I think it's time to keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be bothering foil. <laughs> keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night. Good night. We missed it. W3. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time we've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when we're having fun. <laughs> this week's Pottercast was edited by Seth Brown, Caitlin Minzy, Andrew Garner, and Michael Beckett, and produced by John Noe. Special thanks goes to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and every other episode of Pottercast, which can be found at Pottercast.com. Pottercast is the official podcast of the Leaky Cauldron. For more information about Pottercast or to learn how to be a part of future episodes, visit us at Pottercast.com. That was me teleporting, not the drug. Well, yeah, maybe we can just slice this into two segments. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Oh, okay. Well, I've no slice okay. that, so. <laughs> I just mean. <laughs> Shut up. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> Frank says so. Don't say it on fire. Okay. <laughs> anyway. No. Frankie say no. No. Leave him alone.